This is episode number 800 with Byron Katie. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Byron Katie said, the perfect world is created when the mind is free to see it. I am so excited about this episode. If you don't know who Byron Katie is, she is a best-selling author, speaker, and founder of a method of self-inquiry known as The Work. She had her own revelation in 1986 when she emerged from a deep depression with the determination to question her thoughts. The work is an embodiment of the wordless questioning that had woken up in her. She's been on Oprah. Tony Robbins is a big fan and has incorporated her work into his own teachings. And over the past 21 years, it has helped millions of people around the world begin to free themselves from stress, frustration, anger, and sadness. And in this interview, we talk about the ego its power, and why it must be questioned. We talk about questioning the thoughts that cause your suffering. Why, for Byron, forgiveness is never necessary. What to do when you see something unjust in your life and how enlightenment is already within you. We also go through a little session where I do the work myself with Byron. And this is pretty eye-opening for me. So let me know what you think about the process when I start to go through this and do the work myself. Very excited about this one. Make sure to share with your friends. It's episode 800, guys. So if you've been here since episode one over six years ago, or if this is your first time here, thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. It blows my mind that we're at 800 episodes and we've got over 5,000 five-star reviews. So if you haven't left a review yet, please leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts or any podcast app that you're listening to and let me know what you think. Nothing beats attending a live event. SeatGeek's site is easy to navigate, so you're able to select the best seats to see your favorite artists with confidence. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app on the Apple App Store. There are more than 70,000 events on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. Plus, your tickets are backed by a buyer guarantee. Download the SeatGeek app and use code GREATNESS20 to get $20 off your first purchase. Offer applies to new customers only. Purchase must be over $50. The promo code is single use and valid through September 30th, 2024. Get tickets on SeatGeek now. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations 
multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite, and you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com greatness. That's netsuite.com greatness. Any T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash G-R-E-A-T-N-E-S-S. I'm super excited about this one. As you're listening, please share it with your friend. You can take the link from the podcast app, copy the link, text a friend who might be needing some of the work themselves where this could support people overcome their anxiety, their stress, their overwhelm, whatever it may be they're going through, send them this link. You can copy the link in the podcast that you're listening to or just send them lewishouse.com slash 800. Episode 800 is underway. Without further ado, let me introduce to you to the one, the only, Byron Katie. Welcome, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. We have the inspiring Byron Katie in the house. Thank you so much for being here. Very excited about this. I was just commenting on how calming your energy is. Uh. And you've been doing this work, it's called The Work, uh, by Byron Katie for 30 years now, 20-something yeah, years? 30, 32 years or so. 32 plus yeah. years. Yeah. And you were explaining to me, for those who don't know your story, which I think there actually be a lot in this episode mm-hmm. who don't know your story and the work mm-hmm. that you've developed. You were just telling me it started from you being depressed 30-plus yeah. years ago, mm-hmm. losing your identity, and trying to figure out what you were going to do with your life, who you were, asking yourself probably a, a list of questions, I'm assuming, right? Well, let's let's see. Should we should should I backtrack a little? Yeah, backtrack yeah. a little. For those that have no clue. Yeah. So I was um, depressed for at least a decade. A decade. Uh, yeah, trying to raise three children and and uh, and depressed and agoraphobic. That was not easy raising children. But but one morning as I lay sleeping on the floor. Actually, a bug crawled over my foot. A cockroach crawled over my foot. And I was on the floor sleeping because I was so full of self-loathing. I didn't believe I even deserved a bed to sleep in. So that's depressed. That's nuts. So you're on the floor because you had a bed. Mm-hmm. But you were just like, I'm deserving of zero comfort. Exactly. So I'm a worthless made. piece of crap. I should sleep with the cockroaches. Yeah. That's it. That's it. When and, your kids were how actually, old? Actually, I didn't. I wasn't sleeping with the cockroaches. I was just on the floor, and a cockroach would be the last thing I think I'd ever see there. So it wasn't quite like that. It just happened. One crawl over my foot, and I opened my eyes. And in place of all that darkness, was a joy that I'm still experiencing today. It doesn't change. It's immovable. It is 
it's a possibility to live without depression. And that's why I love, you know, sitting with you it's because we can, you know, it's the possibility and where you've come from, you know, we're like double in it. Yeah. But I saw in that moment, what is really important is, um, and what I'm doing here, and I would say in the world, right. is what I saw was how the world was created. I saw without identification, so I wasn't really seen. There was absolutely, when he crawled, when the bug crawled over my foot, I opened my eyes, and no identification. And then I saw there was a window, and through the window there was a sky. And then there was like a roof, and then there were walls, and then there was, and I'm watching this. And I saw that just prior to believing it was a window, it was a sky, you know, this was the floor. Prior to believing that, it didn't exist. So I literally believed my world into being. And then... The way I used to say say it was, you know, without identification, and I began to laugh, and that was the first sound that came out of it, and and it's like I got the joke. We shared that with you. I, I I get it. Oh my gosh! And and so it's like this body, this object, this I, because it, I was still, you know, like mindless, but it stood up. It walked into a, a bathroom and looked in the mirror, and I looked into the eyes in the mirror, but really it was like it looked at these eyes, and it was, it was like maybe that was the moment that, that, and, um, that something happened there, but it was like coming back in again. Mm. And into, it's like being in a dream and then coming back. But what I was left with is that, I came back to the dream, but you can never come back. So it's like living, and I can talk out of one world, but I can never be in the world. And I hope this doesn't sound too crazy for your audience. No. The way I can honestly say um, that that doesn't matter. Everyone has a right to freedom. Everyone has a right to understand how to find freedom. And so that's what I'm doing here. Wow. Yeah. So why do you think you were so depressed in the first place? Was it something that you were conditioned to feel as a child, or did it happen I, when you were an adult? I can answer that question honestly out of experience. Why was I suffering? I would be leaving my thoughts. Done. That's all. What That's were your it. thoughts? I'm worthless. Um, I'm, I don't deserve this. I'm nothing. And why should no I receive one, love? No one cares about me. Life is hopeless. Um, um, my children don't really care about me. No one really cares about me. Um, on and on and on. And I learned that listening to the human race, that, that there are no new stressful thoughts. There aren't any. In every language in the world, they're the same. And we are still stumbling over the things that were chiseled into um, rocks in Gilgamesh is the oldest written story, and it's on rocks. So, you know, all these centuries. What are the common thoughts that people believe in that are universal? I'm not deserving of love, or no one cares he, about he me. Doesn't, he doesn't care about me, or she doesn't care about me, or they don't care about me, or there's something wrong with me. 
I'm broken. I'm, I'm broken. Um, I can't do it. This is too hard. Other people are um, smarter than I am. Um, other people uh, are happier than I am. It, you know, just it's... it's an, um, Why are we conditioned to He hurt to think, me. He broke yeah. my heart. You know, they betrayed she, me or lied uh-huh. to me. Or mm-hmm. Why are we so conditioned to, to think those thoughts and then believe them? Oh, I love that you asked. <laughs> why are okay. all human beings, why is this a universal thing that we do? Well, because I think, let's say, Stephen's in the other room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let's say I think the thought, he doesn't care about me. So I see an image of Stephen sitting in there in my head, okay? Now, that's not now. For all I know, he left the room, went down the elevator. He's taking a little stroll down the street. But in my mind, he's sitting there, and he doesn't care about me. Now, that's a part of it. And then there is, let's say, a situation where we were walking up here and he said something and I think he doesn't care about me. He doesn't really care about me. So now I'm seeing Stephen in my mind's eye of the past. I'm seeing Stephen out there in the future. When I walk out, he's going to give me the look, of course, which he never does. He's not a good example of this, but he's handy dandy as as we talk, it seems. So I'm seeing this Stephen, this hurtful Stephen of the past, and I see this hurtful Stephen of the future, and I'm just blowing this interview because I am here, here, and here. And so now is that the question is, you know, why are we bothered? Why do these thoughts bother us? Mm -hmm. It's like being on the floor where I believed there was a window, I believed there was um, the wall and the ceiling and everything. I believed, and you cannot see, you have to believe in something before you can see it. Mm-hmm. Has to be. Okay, and, and I invite no one to believe in your, me. In your mind or in real life? In, in your mind. You have to and, believe and it's possible in your mind first before you can you see it You have to mind. believe that it's a, a wall before you can know it's a wall. So someone taught you it, no, no one taught you it was a wall. Someone said wall, and then someone said wall, and then your mother said, look at the wall, honey. And then you're, dun, 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 dun. and then there was a moment you believed, and that was the first time you ever ever saw a wall. Mm. You had to believe it before you could see it. Even though your parents would, you could even say the word wall, but without meaning. So that's what I experienced on the floor. Okay, now what bothers us? Why does it bother us? Believing that past, Stephen of the past, Stephen of the future that I was describing. So now I'm sitting here, oh, you know, uh, I'm flawed. So I can't sit here and be present with you. Mm. Okay, so here's the question. You know, I said earlier it was insane as we were sitting up. For me, it would be insane to be out of now. To think about the future, <laughs> about what you're excited about. Yes. And I can think about it all I want. You know, we don't do thoughts on purpose. So I'm, we're not thinking on purpose. Thoughts happen, it seems. But why is it painful? Okay, I have plenty of experience. This, this Stephen of the past, this Stephen of the future, I'm watching a movie. Now, I have three Stephens. That one? The past, the 
present, that the one, the one I'm talking about. And so not one of those is Stephen. It's an illusion. That's what's meant by life as a dream. So I cannot focus be- on, on this interview because I am busy being thought, being image. The ego is extremely busy and it's full time because it has got, like if you take mind out, you can't take it out, you can't touch it, you can't make those Stevens real. You, it's impossible. So I can question them. I can question what I'm believing mm-hmm. about the one I that appears to be Stephen, even though he doesn't exist. Now, it can't be this one, because mind is not object. It's Mind is not physical. I can't take him out and say, see him, you see? It's an idea. Yeah. But I can talk about him, talk about him, until you kind of see this beast. <laughs> this right. unfair beast, if I'm really on one, you know? Sure. And Steve is your husband, just for those that don't know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> my husband, Steven, and my husband, you right, know, I really right, can't right, claim right. him, so it always, you always feel that, that, that thing. When um, in speaking out of integrity can be tricky, that I, yeah. that me, you feel the mine. burn, mine, yeah. So with that going on, I'm crazy because I literally am here. I don't know what you're going to say. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't need to bother because waking up from all of that. Oh, you said something earlier that I wanted to address. Let's see if if I can recall it. Ah, I can see those images, but they're not, there's no substance in them. So it doesn't matter. I can talk about past future all day long. It's just invalid. It's not valid. And you asked me earlier, um, what is my favorite thing to do? What do I love the most? Mm -hmm. And it was literally, it is literally being here with you. Because this is my world. This is my only world. There's water here. I don't need a pass. There's a candle burning there. There's Oh, I do. I do. I remember. I do. (laughs) Powerful. Yeah. So how do we eliminate these thoughts? Or maybe we don't eliminate them. Maybe we just ask different questions about them. It wouldn't be kind to eliminate the ego. You know, the ego has a right to life. It's Mm. just not real. I don't have to fight the wind. Mm. I see the ego as a child, like a willful child, just fighting for its survival. And so I just let it play. And it's like, oh, wow, that was a good one. You know, oh my gosh, that was a good one. How often does your ego play within your mind? Is it all the time? The ego doesn't rest, but unconditional love, you know, love is the power. So when you're questioning what you're believing, you're literally not challenging the ego, but getting close to the ego and love being the power. You know, I'm not fighting it. I'm not fighting. I want to be as close as I can possibly be to it. I mean, it's the unreal. Right. It's not real. Yeah. No. But anything with that kind of power that could create an entire identity is to be respected. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's not going to go away. 
something to be respected. Well, but it doesn't have to have control over your feelings and emotions. Is that yeah, what I'm hearing? Yeah. It will, in my case, until I loved it. Until you loved it. Yeah. So when the, ego, when the ego is coming up for you, something happens in your life, mm. you feel betrayed or abandoned or you have a thought. It's been a lot of years. Since you felt this. Oh, my goodness, yes. Really? So you don't feel these things anymore? I can't say that I won't, but so far, so good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you used to feel these things. Uh-huh. I've, st- I've got a lot of practice there. <laughs> and you started doing the work uh-huh. to where it was like, okay, I'm holding on to this thought that's not real, but it feels real in my body because I'm tensing up. My throat it feels closing on me. I feel headaches. I feel overwhelmed and anxious and stressed. So... How did you start to move through that quicker? So let's say one of my children said, Mom, you don't care about me. Yeah. Okay. So uh, have you ever had that thought about anyone? They don't care about you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, let's say, was it a him or a her? I mean, everyone, you know, it's like, yeah. let's, let's, say, uh, let's say a her. Okay. So let's take notes, okay? okay. Yep. So... Um, she doesn't care about you. So this, the work is a meditation. So just, just be really still with the moment in time when you were believing that. You're with her, and she said or did something that, that, that prompted you to think she doesn't, she doesn't care about me. Okay, do you see that situation in your mind's eye? Yes. And, and I invite you all to find that if you can find uh, and follow along with us. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you see it? Okay, yes. now you were uh, sitting on the couch in your living room, living where you were in the car, or you were, you know, just notice where you were in that situation because that is the focus we're going to anchor in. Okay, so be there now. So what did she say or do that led you to believe that? It was... I'm upset with her because... Yeah, because she ignored me. Okay, so, so just write down she ignored me, and that's number one. Okay. Okay. Now, in that situation, all of you meditators out there, what did you want? So now, be attention. Yeah. So be there now, and you can see in your mind's eye you wanted you wanted her attention. Yes. Okay. So I want her attention. Uh-huh. Okay. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And actually, I was thinking about something I wanted to share. I get a lot of questions from you about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there who are often on the go, like I am. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making some extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start, and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine who have raved to me about their experience. But there are some people out there who've never imagined their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Like you're treated special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers, but then ignored and overlooked later on. Or your partner gets a wandering eye, like how some wireless carriers start focusing their attention on newer customers. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to the yada yada. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. More than just free 5G phones when you join, get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Rebel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of the customers feel valued. That's not a yada yada. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metro Flex plan. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there to too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Now the third one, what advice would you offer her? She should or she shouldn't to get what you want. Mm -hmm. and this is, I'm just advice. playing a game in my mind. Clear advice. Well, well, really, you're meditating in the situation. So the invitation for me is to be there well, now. So no Witness matter, her. Whether it was a year Witness, ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago. Absolutely. Matter. Yeah. It can't upset you if you don't remember it. Wow. Okay. So remembering being a state of mind in the present. So, so go uh, into that moment, and that moment is the present. Now. Yes. And then yes, what, advice, now. what advice would you give her in that moment or to, to the get age you what are now? You, to get what you want like, is in this, that situation then. Would this be the advice you give that you're like, I'm 36 right now as uh -huh. my 36-year-old self-advice no. or like my 10-year-old advice? If you were 10, okay. be 10 okay. and be there now 10 years old with that person just as they were. So speaking to her, the advice that I would give her. To get what you want, which is for her not to ignore you. Okay. Okay. And it's really helpful if you give useful advice. That's how to get what you want. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. That's three. Now, four, to be happy in that situation. So close your eyes and be there. Okay. Or maybe you can do it with your eyes open. But yeah. Okay, so you see you, you see her, and she's ignoring you, you see that? Mm -hmm. Okay, what do you need from her to be happy? What do you need her to say or do or be for you to be happy in that situation and time? For me, it would just be a hug. Okay, so I need her to hug me. Mm -hmm. Now, look at her state of mind. Is she open to that? Yeah. Okay, so I need her to hug me. Okay, so write down, I need her to okay. hug me. I love how you how you lingered there. This is a... I felt like I was experiencing it happening. Oh, so you're... That is 
that's how to do the work. Really? Yeah. As though you're there. No, I was in the moment, and she just leaned over and gave me a hug. And it felt beautiful. Yeah. That's the work, huh? Well, so far, so good. <laughs> okay. So, so step five, and, is that and, four? Yeah, it's, it's pure meditation just to fill in these six things. And they're always free on thework.com or byronkv.com. Thework.com. If I have anything of value, it is free there. Right. Okay. There's only two more. Five. So meditating there. So seeing yourself experiencing the feeling of the action that you wanted to have. Well, no, let's let's just see what happens. Okay. Okay? Because it will show you we don't have to second guess it. Mm. Okay? Okay. So um so meditating there, being there now. She's ignoring you. Okay. So what were your thoughts about her then? After I needed her to hug me. Uh-huh. Step five, what were her thoughts about me then? What were her, your thoughts about her then? This is after you, I witnessed my you, experience? You, no. Uh-uh. You're really med- You're just filling in the worksheet now. Okay. So you're really meditating in. She doesn't care about me. Mm-hmm. No. What was it? She, yeah, was she doesn't care about me, mm-hmm. number one? Yeah. She ignored me. She ignored, ignored I wanted me. her attention. What advice would I give to her that I wanted? Mm-hmm. And then I needed her to hug me. Okay. That's what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. So she ignored me. She's ignoring me. So be there now and, mm-hmm. and witness that. What were your thoughts about her then? What were your um, thoughts about her then? Uh, then. She is she, or uh, she, she She was overwhelmed. Okay. She was overworked. She was stressed. She was exhausted. Is that what you were thinking then? As a little 10-year-old? No, that's what I'm thinking now. Okay, so, so go, go back, back then. then. I, think I, I think I would think like she's overwhelmed. So if you're meditating, you don't have to guess. Yeah. If you're being there now, look at the little boy. She, yeah, I would say she... She doesn't care about me. She, she is angry. She is... Yeah, she, I would say she's stressed. She doesn't care. She cares about herself. Yeah. She cares about her own stuff. Okay. So she only cares about herself. Mm -hmm. You can see why this is private work. Yeah. And you may be the most heroic um, person I've ever sat with or an interview. Okay. (laughs) But you can see so far there are no new stressful thoughts. Every Mm -hmm. human being has these. Mm -hmm. Nothing, you know, we think they're so secret. No, they're universal. Yeah. So six, in that situation, what is it you never want to experience again? What is it about her or about that situation you never, you never want to experience again? I never want to feel ignored and lonely and worthless. Okay, so write that down. You know, when we're angry, we are childlike. It's an immature state of mind. Mm-hmm. Anger is um, the effect. Hurt feelings are the effect. What was that about anger? Anger is um, is it's simply another word for fear. Mm. Wow. And when we're angry, we do childish things. We say and and do things that are hurtful, and then we feel guilt. And guilt is the training ground for. All the addictions that are going on. We cannot, we cannot see another human being 
and throw these thoughts on them like post-its without suffering guilt. So how do we eliminate anger? Oh, if that's the thing that okay. is the cause of guilt, shame. As well, we'll take addictions. a look. So let's take a look. Look at number one. Number one. She so, ignored me. Uh-huh. So close your eyes, be there now. We're gonna do the work with Kat. She look at her closely. She's ignoring you. Look closely and don't change anything. She's ignoring you, is it true? Mm-hmm. Is she looking at you? Is she doing something else? She's doing something else. Okay, and and what is it, if you don't mind? She's in the kitchen, frantically cleaning and organizing and cooking. And and you're in there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's ignoring you. Is it true? In my mind, it's true. Okay, yeah. and you can see, because you're there. Mm-hmm. She's cleaning. She's doing all of that. You're there, and she's not looking at you. She's not. So I'd say the answer is yes. We're only looking for the truth. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now notice how you react. What happens when you think the thought, when you believe the thought, she's ignoring you? Notice emotions first. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel? Feels uncomfortable. Okay. Now, with your eyes closed, I want you to know why it feels uncomfortable. Look at the images that were happening then in that little boy's mind's eye, the images of past future. What do you see? Um, I just, I, I feel, I see, I feel ignored. I feel alone. I feel like I'm not smart enough or good enough or interesting enough to have someone look at me. Okay, now with your eyes closed, just listen to my words. You cannot feel that way without seeing images of what you just spoke to. Past and future images where you see, like, let's say you see images where she doesn't care about you and in the past where you were believing it, and then you see images of the future, even if it's a nanosecond future, you see images of she's not going to, um, she's not going to give you the time of day mm-hmm. in that situation. So, so you see the images, see the little boy standing there, seeing her doing all those, that busy making. Mm-hmm. Now look at, look at the images in your head, past, future. Now, that is the cause of your depression. That is the cause of, of all your suffering in the moment. Now, let's, we're going to, to see if we can prove that out. The fourth question, there are only four. Okay, you're that little boy. Who would you be without your story? Look at her. Without the thought, she's ignoring me. Just watch. And for those of you keeping up with this, you know, this is where compassion has opportunity to, to kind of shift into your life as an experience for those of you that maybe never even, don't even know what the word means. Look at her. Without your story attached onto her, what do you see? I see her dancing and singing. Is that what she's really doing? 
Well, that's the image I'm creating now. No, see her then, just as、mm. she was. Don't change a hair on her head. I see her, you know, really frantic, stressed, overworked. Yeah.、Uh, only focused on herself. Yeah. And like out of control, almost like emotionally out of control. You feel the intimacy. I mean, you feel connect connected. I don't feel connected. Uh, personally, but I mean, from here,、yes. witnessing that in this moment, yes, yes. Okay. Can the little boy see that too?、Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's where it comes from. Okay, so she's ignoring me. What's the opposite? Try.、Uh, I'm ignoring. From the boy's point of view. No, from yours, as you witness that. From both, just go where you go. She's ignoring me. Turned around. I find an opposite. I am.、Um, what? Do you, what? What's the example? What do you okay. mean? Okay, I'm ignoring me. Hmm. So not she is, but I am. Mm-hmm. These opposites are like you're in a shoe store. You found a pair of shoes you just really like. Really love them, but you've got to make sure they fit. So you're just going to try them on to make sure they fit. So we're just trying on opposites.、Mm-hmm. She's ignoring so, yeah, me, Tarana. I'm, I'm ignoring her. I'm ignoring her.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, now try that on. What does that、yeah. mean to you as you look at her? <sighs> hmm. What part of her were you ignoring then? Hmm. I think being compassionate towards what she was going through. Hmm. Uh, I was ignoring her when she was wanting to be present with me. Wow! Wow! Yeah, when she was there for me, I was ignoring her.、Um, I was pushing her away when she was trying to give me love. That's that's pretty stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, she's ignoring me. Can you find another opposite? She's not not ignoring me. Try that one on. Just try it on. As like I'm not ignoring her. No, she's not ignoring. She's、me. not ignoring me. Yeah. See if you can try that on. Just be there now. Did she turn to you? Did she say anything to you? Yeah, she turned and asked me a question. Remember, can you recall the question? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Is there anything you want to say? Would you like to play together? Would you like to spend some time doing something together? So she's ignoring me. Turned around. She's not ignoring me.、Mm-hmm. She wasn't ignoring you. She was multitasking. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Every mother、um, isn't quite so、um, in touch.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes. So she was ignoring you in that situation. Is it true? No. No, clearly not. This is homework. Yeah. Literally, coming back homework. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we miss the love of our lives. 
and our identities is formed, we believe, you know, we, we look back at those moments that you've written on and we believe our thoughts then. And so when we think of that person, that's who they are in our world. Mm. And we try to forgive them. With it. But we can see here there was nothing to forgive. Right. So we don't need to forgive. No, she was there. Right, right. A multitasking mother. Right. Wanting to know how you feel. Right. Etc. But you were the one that ignored her. Mm. And is she still alive? You still know her? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so so this opens the door for you to go back and and just share with her what a difficult ten year old right. that you're meeting today and make it right. Mm. And um we don't say we're gonna make it right, we just do. When she has something to say, it's just effortless to listen because we really get. So is she the problem or what you were thinking and believing in that situation? What I was thinking and believing. 100%. So that is how I'm able to live in the world. And, and forgiveness is never necessary because in my world, no one has done anything wrong in the first place. Now, that is really widening this field. And I don't want to move too, too fast, mm-hmm. you know, for those of you watching this, because it's just a few, just little doses at a time that are yeah. really gigantic. Sure. And also, the next time you think someone's ignoring you, you may be more present with it and laugh. Yeah. And if someone's ignoring me, I've been spared. Anything I don't, that doesn't, anything in this world is, if someone says, I never want to see you again, I've been spared. Why is that? Because that's the way the universe works. They're free. They're free of me. You want someone to be with you when they don't want to be with you? I mean, to just be so open as to give the gift. It's, 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 it's giving, 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 giving without without the slightest hesitation, because you're awake to yourself. Wow. And not being attached to that you feeling? You know, or... who said if we love them, set them free? It's like, don't leave me, don't leave me. This is all about me. You know, don't be mm. happy. Be with me. I mean, what kind of setup? That's not unconditional love. That's definitely not. That's taking prisoners. Wow. So, not to diminish my emotions or my feelings in my situation, I was coming up with something that was resonating with me, although I wouldn't say has consumed or controlled my life. My mother's amazing, mm-hmm. but there's definitely has nothing things. to do with how the mind right. works. The most amazing mothers in the world are ignore me, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't question what I'm believing. I'm disconnected with my mother, and I wonder why. Right. You know, oh, well, she ignored me when I was little. No, you know, and if she did, the answer is just yes, and we just move on with these four questions mm-hmm. and turn it around. Let's look at the want. Okay. The second one. Yeah, I wanted her attention. Okay. Look at her multitasking, okay? Yeah, yeah. And look at her trying to connect with you. Like, are you doing okay? You want her attention. Is it true? Mm-hmm. So look, now you are a little more enlightened because you have you can see her more clearly. Right. Her identity has shifted in your world and nothing can shift that back. Right. For someone who might have a more, you know, not to compare 
cases, but someone who might have a more extreme case, whereas maybe the mother left uh -huh. when they were five, or I gave them up for adoption, or yeah. something yeah. more extreme happened. Yeah, well, this work is free on ByronKatie.com, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's no darkness the mind has entered that you can't. This is like taking a flashlight in with you and you're the power because the answers within you is mm. where enlightenment is. It's enlightenment is not something that someone can give you. It's something that, that, um, that you know, the Buddha said that life is suffering, you know, discontent. There's suffering discontent in the world. Well, I think we can all agree with that in this world, the world of as we understand it to be. And, and then the second noble truth is there's a cause to this suffering. You just, you just set in cause, mm -hmm. and it wasn't your mother. She was your push, and that's that's a good thing. You know, we talked about the push. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, the third noble truth is that it seems I got these on the floor, and then and then someone told me about those. Stephen told me about the, the noble <laughs> truth, and and the third noble truth is there is a way to end suffering. And what and is that reason? How is that for you? To question what I'm believing about you, me, the world. My ego, identity, everything. With that is, if I'm not connected with you completely, then I look to this because I cannot change you. I like, I don't, you know, it, it's not necessary to go secondhand. It's like I start here just exactly the way you did. Mm. So that the, the third noble truth is there is a way out of suffering. The fourth noble truth for me on that floor, what I was shown is to question the thoughts that I would think onto another human being or world until I love it. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And actually, I was thinking about something I wanted to share. I get a lot of questions from you about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there who are often on the go, like I am. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making some extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start, and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine who have raved to me about their experience. But there are some people out there who've never imagined their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring, so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter 
Recruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. I believe finding the right team members is one of the most important steps in setting my companies up for success. And we'd like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am so grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help as we look to grow our team. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com greatness to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Wow. Until I'm connected. And, and anyone with an open mind can do this work. Wow. And it's, um, it's um, you, you certainly have a, a taste. You're gifted with an open mind. And for some of us, it takes a lot of, a lot of stillness, a lot of, you know, meditating into that situation. You know, we have to be that still just to fill in the worksheet in the first place. Right. How often do you feel suffering? I, you know, you know, I'm, I'm ready to say I don't. Wow. But I just really have to look at the question, you know, as I've been in, I've been in situations um, to back that up. I've had those privileges in these 30-something mm. years. Wow. And, um, and so far, so good. And the fastest way to getting out of suffering is to answer the four questions? Well, I, w- I would suffer if I believed what I was thinking. Mm. And if I believe what I'm thinking, if I'm suffering, I look to this for freedom, not, not to the world. Not to external forces. Yeah, the world can't give me what I need. And as a result, they give me everything I need because I'm so connected. There's no, there's nothing but that. Wow. You know, if someone walks up and, and, and slap me across the face, I think, wow, isn't life good? It's over. I mean, how long does it take? It's over. But if I remember that nanosecond I held, yeah, of that, of that past, then I suffer. Yeah. Exactly so. There's another parable story about, like, the two monks that um, one monk was helping a woman, like, get over a puddle of water and put the woman on her back and carried her across the water so she didn't get wet. Yeah. And she complained about it, or I'm butchering the story, but she complained about it and was angry at the monk for picking her up. And the other monk, uh, a couple hours later, they're walking together, still fixated and focused on, like, can you believe you were so kind and generous and this, this woman was ungrateful? Can you believe this? And the monk said to the other one, he's like, well, I let her go, you know, two hours ago. Why are you still holding on to her? Yeah. It's exactly what you said. It's like holding on to the thought which makes us suffer. But we have to because those images are so convincing. There's all the proof we need, and that's the only world there really is. How do we, I mean, how do we let go of something that's so convincing? Yeah, how do we let go of that imagery or that we feel like someone did something to us? They hurt us. They broke up with us. They killed our cat, I don't know, whatever it is, yeah. like they did this to us. Yeah, it, it wouldn't matter. Like if someone killed my cat and I was upset, they killed my cat. Is it true? Well, it's obvious. We all saw it. He killed my cat. Okay, so yes, it's true. He killed my cat. Okay, how do I react when I believe the thought? Hate, revenge, anger, the emotions, frustration, yeah. anger, frustration, and then guilt if I attack him and, he, and, and he's going, oh, I'm so, you know, it's, I mean, you can't get away with it. 
you, you, you cannot harm another human being for any reason and not suffer guilt. More afterwards, yeah. You might feel momentarily pleasure or an ease of something, but then the suffering expands. Exactly When you so. retaliate with your words, your actions, it expands. Yeah. Shame, guilt. Uh, yeah. So how do I react when I believe <laughs> so when the someone thought? Someone kills your cat. How, yeah, how do I react when I believe the thought he killed my cat? I see me in the past with my cat. Oh. And oh, I it see that. It laying on your stomach. Oh my and God, yes. The joy. Yeah. The comfort. Oh, it purring oh, on you. Yes. Relaxing. Oh, and then I see pictures of the future and he's dead. Oh. And there I am in the future without my cat. Okay, now who could witness a movie like that without being angry? Uh, and going after the guy. And these images act so quickly, we really think it's him. And this is the cause of suffering, this past, future, this, this dream, this waking dream world. That's the cause of my suffering now. So I'm going after him, thinking I'm going to get some justice. And to get some, like, off some peace once some, I do this. Exactly. It'll end my suffering if I end his yes. life. So how do I react when I when I think the thought, he killed my cat? I see those, I go after him, I do what I do, and then I experience either frustration if I can't find him, or I experience guilt or both. And in the meantime, I'm telling you about this terrible man and you about this terrible man. And, and this. so now it's a terrible world. There are terrible people in the world. You better be careful. They'll kill your cat. Right. And and so that is the believer. That's how believers have to live in the world. And it is not fun. I was one. And and, and I'm that's why still, you're on the floor with a cockroach crawling oh, over you. I was that what was it? The, <laughs> I was uh, you know on on the the bottom until I could see how what created the world of suffering, the, the world. So then so I turn it around, he killed my cat, I kill my cat. Okay, how did I kill my cat? Over and over. It, that reminded me when you were saying he carried her across the pond, but the other guy's carrying her for two hours, you know, later. In his mind, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm killing my cat, killing my cat, killing my cat, killing my cat, killing my cat. And I don't even know. I think it's him killing my cat. He is the one. That man is the cause of my suffering. Whether I get even or not, that's the cause of my suffering. So, um, so you reverse who, it by saying, I killed my cat. Well, well, look, I'm taking my cat across the pond with me. The joy, yeah, everything. Yeah, and I see the joy of the cat, and then I see the cat dead. dead. And it is like going to a really good movie. And right. I'm here to invite people to wake themselves up from the movie and find themselves, to find themselves in a kinder world, a world that they are responsible for. I'm responsible for my world. My no one, no one. Well, I can't even have feelings other than joy, like my true nature. I can't have, I can't have any feelings but that unless I'm attached to this mm. dream that's going on. Now, this dream going on is not a terrible thing. It shows me where I'm asleep. And wow. it's the invitation to wake up or suffer. Let's stay on the cat theme. Okay. I don't know if you have a cat or not. Um, have had? You've had a cat. Uh -huh. Let's imagine you have a cat or a person in your life that is like your 
person, your animal that's like a part of your family, mm-hmm. and someone does kill that person mm-hmm. or cat or mm-hmm. dog or pet. It's the same. It's the how same. Would you, how would you approach that? Let's just say there's something so close to you right now. If I did not understand, let's say someone killed that person or cat, mm-hmm. I can tell you this out of experience. If I believed what that person believed, I would kill too. Explain that. Have you ever harmed someone? Sure. Okay. Yes. Now, look, just get in touch with what you were thinking and believing just before you said or did that hurtful thing. Okay. Now, tell me where you had a choice when you consider what you were thinking and believing. Where I had a choice or? You had no choice. Oh, I had no choice. Tell me where I had no choice. Yeah, find it. When you consider what you were thinking and believing, how could you not have said or done what you did? Right, because I believe so strongly in the anger or the frustration. and So so did you have a choice? I mean, yes, but I felt like I I I didn't. Okay, really? Look what you were thinking and believing just before you you said and did what you did. Yeah, I believe so strongly in my thoughts that I had to react or say the thing or do the thing. Like that was justifying the thoughts and the feelings that I had and the beliefs that I have. So now you've met the rest of us. (laughs) No one's guilty other than believing our thoughts. Mm. We're all innocent. We are under this, we're asleep to our true nature. And our true nature is? Connectedness, a connectedness and without division. So when someone kills our pet or a person in our life that we care about. First, I look to myself to see, you know, what was I thinking and believing to let the animal out or to put it with that person? You know, I look around for my part. To take responsibility in the situation oh, first. Absolutely. It, it still doesn't first mean he take, didn't kill. First, the take cat. ownership and responsibility. Yes. Even if it seems unfair and unjust and every, the worst situation in the world. Absolutely. And your greatest joy is gone. Yeah. Take ownership and responsibility yeah, first. What it'll would that show do me for you? where I took a shortcut and I knew not to. Mm. Now, how often in my life, how, how big a pattern is that in my mm. life? I mean, cats are pure love. They're that push, like everything else, that, you know, what does it take for you to become self-aware? And there's nothing in the world that is not giving that to anyone that, that, that gets a push in life. In other words, a sadness, a, a heartbreak, um, a push. So I look to myself, and then if I, before I go out, before I go after that human being, mm-hmm. okay, and I mean, they're already gone anyway, and I'm sitting here, okay, bereft, okay, so what I'm thinking and believing about that human being belongs on paper exactly the way you dealt with it. The person who killed the cat or the person? I, I judge that person. Okay. And then I... I um, so you write down... I write my judgments down. What you're feeling down. about the person who did the No, action. I write down what I'm thinking, thinking about the person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who took the action, the harmful action? Okay. And what would you say? What would, Who or if, what? If someone, yeah. if someone killed your cat, hypothetically, okay, what would kill the my cat. Kill my cat, is it true? Yes. And, and how do you react? Go back, meditate in that, how you reacted when you believed the thought, he killed your cat. 
It didn't actually happen to me, so I'm trying to think of like, what would okay, that be? Okay, it, yeah. it really needs to be yours, you know, or, <laughs> right, you, right. Can, or you can do on a worksheet on that person who is in such grief. Mm-hmm. And you can be you can be so connected that it's just oh my gosh when when you're of right mind the people around you oh my god you know my short version is can do no wrong and they don't anyway you know, we're sleepwalkers and it's up to our own self to wake us up I had um, a kind of um, I had a, a, a kind of um, mm. like I had a kind of um, grace given me that I did nothing for. You, you have grace for other people. A, a kind of grace in, in yeah. my life. And, and, um, and I see clearly, Louis, that, that people, for example, you and you are in me, meaning you are who I believe you to be and you can never be more and you can never be less in my life. Mm. And each of us can say the same. So if I'm not connected with you, to get connected, I would do a worksheet on everything I think about you, fear about you, and and the way we lined it out earlier. And then I would sit in that. And to sit in that is not to sit in you. To sit in that is to sit in what I'm believing about you, Hmm. because that's who you are to me. So you are mine. You literally belong to me. So if I'm not connected, and you don't have to be connected to me, am I connected to you? So then I sit and, and I question what I'm thinking and believing and, and, and until I'm connected. And then let's say if we're friends and I leave it to you to keep rubbing up against me, to keep pushing me, to keep pushing me until you no longer have that power, which means... You won't change your patterns, right? But but the way I see you has completely shifted, just the way you saw your mother in the kitchen, right? Wow! And and that's without limit. The slightest little rub can be like like trivia. Oh, I won't bother questioning that. No, it's huge. Trivia will shift your life. Just just to put it up against four questions and turn around. When you see something, let's say, in the world that you think is unjust or unfair or that you don't like, let's just, I don't know, whether it's a political person saying something you don't agree with or a friend or someone that you're not close with. You Mm -hmm. see someone publicly doing something you don't like. Do you, you know, kind of just do this in your mind now where it's like, no, I change it if I can. How do you change it? It presents itself in the situation. It's completely clear. Listen, I'm in a fearless state of mind. I'm not running a story. That is my story. And um, as sanity would have it, we change what we can. So you change the story? No. No, it would be like, it would be like if you, like you're lowering, lowering your hand into fire mm-hmm. and let's say something hot I might just reach over and say, oh, look, honey, it's hot. Right, you know? and try to change, you change it physically. I change it. Yeah. But if I am in a story and, and you start to, to do that, go, oh, my gosh, oh, you almost burned your hand. And oh, and you owe me for being so smart. And oh, it's a good thing I was there for you. And, you know, and if I don't say all that, it's like, Mm. Boy, you know, he's, you know, he, he gets, should be thanking he, me. He, he gets he be, me, 
yeah, he gets me. And wow. maybe he'll tell all his friends. Why do we, <sighs> that's interesting you said that, because as you said that, I see that I've done that in the past before. Uh, we all, you know, every, right? there's, there's no one it's like, look what I did. Who, human race that hasn't. Right, it's like, look what I did for you, like, oh, you wouldn't be as well off without me doing this nice thing for you or thinking of you in this way and forward thinking of what I thought you were going to put your hand in the fire. Yeah. I'm just as guilty as that. That Now you said that, I'm like, wow, I know I've done that in the past. And just the slightest little thing, you know, it's the ego, like, look at me, look at me, I'm so special. Right. <laughs> so so how, do we get, how do we get rid of that where we just want to... It falls away. We don't need that anymore. Inquiry is a practice, and I invite people to just just sit in this stuff that's free on byronkatie.com, just to to sit in it like 10 minutes every morning, and meditators that sit in incredible practices. When the mind comes in to disturb that practice, just to notice what you're thinking and believing in the moment, just write it down and then come back to your usual meditation. Mm. Or just put that worksheet there that we just did, just put it here and just meditating, just notice what arises yeah. and, and fill it in because it is unfinished business if it causes disturbance within uh, the meditative practice. It's interesting, my friend Jay Shetty, who is a former monk. For example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he... Um, I don't know if this was his quote or if he got this somewhere else, but he said to me that you want to plant trees under which shade you don't plan to sit. Like you want to do things that could develop a tree that you may not get to reap the benefits from. You may not be able to sit under the tree or eat the fruit of the tree, but you want to be planting trees all over the place and not trying to be like, well, that's my tree that I helped yeah. plant and I deserve to sit yeah. here and yeah. reap the shade or whatever or the fruit. And I think it's, it's so hard to... It's so hard to but that's embody. Just such, it's just such scarcity as though there's not shade somewhere else. Right. And as though you have time to sit in the shade. It's just, you know, it, it's a dream and we can get become intoxicated with it. I'm so tired. I'm so this. I'm so that. And I planted the tree and now there's so many people under the tree. There's no room for me. And the, 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 oh, boy, you know, just <laughs> go find your own shade. How do we tap into more of an abundant mindset since a well, lot of people... for me, in that situation, I would, I, would, I would just see it and I would just walk up and say, um, does anyone here see a way, of, a way that I could sit and enjoy the shade that wouldn't put anyone else out? Mm. So would we all just look at that for a moment? Yeah. And if they say, no, there's no room here, how clear is that? I just find shade somewhere else or uh, enjoy the sun. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then if I'm, you know, if, if I'm, the sun's beating down so hard and I, I've fallen to the ground and I just lay there, you know, I'm dying, you know, and it's unbearable. The worst that can happen is what I'm thinking and believing. That's it. Right. That's all. And a question mind is good company. And it knows where to go. It knows where to find the shade, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of challenges I see right now, and a lot of the content that does really well in the world, mm-hmm. online, let's say, is around relationships. I think the world, this world is about relationships. You know, it is. The relationships we have with other people and the relationship we have with ourselves, the relationship we have with our thoughts, everything. That's what I'm hearing you say, too. 
especially in intimate relationships, what do you feel like is the biggest challenge people are facing with intimacy and commitment these days between intimate partners? Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. Assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And actually, I was thinking about something I wanted to share. I get a lot of questions from you about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there who are often on the go, like I am. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making some extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start, and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine who have raved to me about their experience. But there are some people out there who've never imagined their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And I think just the thoughts that they're believing about their partners and its attachment to believe is to attach to a thought. Um, to an expectation or an attachment. Yeah, what I'm believing, like he should, he should, he promised he'd take out the garbage. He should take out the garbage. Let's say Stephen says, I'll take out the garbage. Yeah, 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 I promise. I'll take out the garbage, okay? And I wake up in the morning and it's still there, okay? So he comes in and he said, good morning, honey. And and I give him the look. Why? Because in my mind's eye, I see the garbage or I'm looking at it. And then I see the past where he said he would take it out. Mm -hmm. Now, am I, giving, am I giving the right man the look? In other words, am I punishing the right man? The one last night promised. So I am punishing the wrong man. You're punishing the one in the moment, not the one. I'm punishing the one in my head. Oh. Thinking oh. it's Stephen. Now that Stephen in the moment, that's crazy. Hmm. So how do we how do we communicate effectively so that we're not punishing the wrong man? Stephen, I noticed <laughs> I noticed <laughs> the garbage is is still here and you promised to take it out. I thought I'd remind you I'd really like it out. And then if he still doesn't do it, who's left? 
I'm the one that wants it out in the first place. You can place. take responsibility and ownership. Absolutely, if I want the garbage emptied. Right. Yeah. Or so, I can just pile out, pile up. I've, I've got a choice if right, I want you can, all, you can deal with the smell and the mm-hmm. look of it, or you can make a request and they can honor it or not do it, or you yes. can do it yourself and but move on. But to punish another mm. human being for what I'm thinking and believing, that's really crazy. And it hurts you probably, too. Completely. So we're only creating more suffering for ourselves when we try to when we're angry or punishing someone else. To treat another human being in any way that is unkind in the long run is not just. That's why it hurts. We're simply in a dream world, a way like a, a daydream, a waking dream. It's just like a night dream. And at night when you're dreaming, and let's say it's a nightmare, can you you know, do you want someone to wake you up? Yes. So in, in, in the daytime, when you're in a dream, it, it's like, oh, he promised to take out the garbage, all of that. That's a daymare, not a nightmare. It's a daymare, right. but we can wake ourselves up simply by doing what you began today. How do we eliminate, or maybe not eliminate, how do we not allow fears of the future to consume our present moment. Okay. I'm so, afraid my partner's going to do this in the future. Yeah. I'm afraid, what if in five years, 10 years, it doesn't work out? Yeah. How do we not allow that thought of that movie running in our head to consume and, and cripple us from living in the, the now? The only way I know is to make love with the story. It is to identify it, write it down, and question it. I like to say, judge that person, write it down, ask four questions, and turn it around, and have a good life. And what are the four questions? Because we talked about six things before. The first one, well, that's to, to that's a way of lining out the thoughts Got it. In, in a story. If you just do one, there's an underworld there to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd like the whole worksheet so you get the entire yeah. underworld. And we all have people download this, too. The first question is, is it true? So, for example... Um, Your mother ignored you. Right, okay. What if it's a fear, what if it's a thought about the future? Same thing. Okay, is it true Same that thing. they're going to leave me or yeah. they're going to abandon me Yeah, the you know, the, the love of my life is going to leave me. And Is it true? And is it true? So ask yourself the question and then and write then the, the answer. And the second one is, can I really know that it's true? She's mm. going to leave me. And you already see an image in your head of she's got her suitcases, she's leaving, she's, she's got her man. ticket, she's got another man. She's happier with someone yes. else. So that's what happens. So the, the third question is, how do you react? What happens when you believe she's going to leave you, when you believe that thought? How do you react in this moment or if it happens? Well, how do you react? Let's say it's already happened or it's happening. You, you're afraid it's going to happen in the future. That's where we were with this. Mm-hmm. How do you react when you believe the thought? Well, take your pulse already, you know, if, Stress, if you're really you're in it. Uh-huh. anxious, you're worried. Mm-hmm. You're... And how does the mind react? You see the images of what we just described, she, her suitcases packed, et cetera, et cetera. And then you see where you were so happy and she loved you. And, and you know, it's just like the cat again. And then as you watch this movie, that makes you, a, you know, the dreamed dreamer. It's innocent. 
But how do you react? You watch those images and then you feel the horror, just like you're sitting in a movie and you so cry you or you it. laugh. Or, oh, you watch the movie. Have you ever been in a movie and cried? Yeah. Or laughed? Of course. It's a movie. It's a flat screen. It's, you know, it's a dream. So when it's in your mind, you're watching that past future and you're going to feel the emotions as you watch it. It's a dream. So you want to feel the feelings. Oh, absolutely. Oh, feelings have a right to life. They're so important. It's, 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 um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's a courageous thing, too, for some of us. So feel the fear, the scary, the mess, the loneliness, the and sadness. And then look at the story that created it in your head, the story in your head that created it. Because it doesn't come. You're, we're not just stricken with feelings out of the clear blue. There's a cause, just like the Buddha said, there's a cause to that suffering. The cause is what we're thinking and believing. Mm -hmm. So how, how do we deal with it? That fourth noble truth, we question. We question the thoughts we're believing. The fourth one is um, who or what would you be without the thought? The original thought. Mm -hmm. The one you're working on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who or what would you be without the thought? Mm -hmm. That anxious feeling, that feeling of fear. You'd probably be a lot more loving and present and compassionate and so, so just look at just magnetic. Be, be the little boy in the kitchen. Yeah. And we didn't complete that work either. There's she, more work to do. Yeah. I, she <laughs> she's ignoring me. I'm ignoring her. Uh-huh. We talked about the nine-day school earlier. Uh -huh. After on the other side of nine days, Stanford just did a test. Um, a study on the on the last school, and it's it's just radical what people are experiencing. It's it's um, it's it's a beautiful thing. Wow. But all six of those, you know, one through six that you filled uh -huh. in, mm -hmm. on, on the other side of it, you've got the full story if you go all the way through. But um, there's also a one belief at a time worksheet in the um, on the website, so. I'm going through all of them. Oh, I, oh my <laughs> gosh! You, you I'm know, going through all of them now. you are someone would, that would because, because the real challenge is inside. It's not outside. Yeah. And then nothing can stop a fearless life. You know, I was, you know, this, um, this depressed woman in this, this on the floor and agoraphobic, and all of a sudden my home, the windows are open, the doors are open, and word of mouth is happening. It was really before internet was, um, wow. people had all had computers, and and word of mouth just moving all over the world, and it was just, people would invite me to come, and I would just, just, I used to say my name is yes. I don't want anyone, this is what we have in common, Louis, I don't want anyone to suffer Mm -hmm. the way I suffered. Yeah. And I know a little about you too. And yeah. and it's not fun. Yeah. 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 There's a cause to that suffering. Of course. Yeah. And there's a way out of that suffering. Yeah. And inquiry is one way. And, you know, there's so many beautiful ways in the world. And, and whatever works for someone, you know, that's the way. And this is... Um, this is if people get really, it, it is a way, and if people get really, really, really stuck, it's always, um, it's always available. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Thework.com, byronkata.com. Mm -hmm. What's the biggest challenge you've had to face in your personal life 
since you've ended suffering for yourself? The thing most difficult is to try to articulate this, this experience, knowing that it's unnecessary to even speak. Articulate the, the work experience? Yes, just, just talking like this. How do you... Simplify. Yeah. Knowing that it's not even necessary to speak, is that what you said? Because it just should be a knowing, is that what you mean? Like well, we should it, just it, embody it, this it, already? It is, and mm. you know, I could say uh, I haven't spoken in 30 years and tell you the truth. How so? Well, where's my proof? Uh, I just spoke. Right. Where's your proof? It's being recorded, it's, I can play it back. And all those images are coming from the, from the past. Okay. And you're seeing the future. Right. And that's your proof? So what did you have for breakfast? Did you have breakfast? I just had water and a coffee. Okay. And where's your proof? It's in my belly. I don't know. Okay. So you can... <laughs> it's you, you in can, there. Yeah. And, and where's your proof? You know, I'm, I'm not saying that, right. that, that people have to go this far with it. It's just being present. You know, I see that... that if you ask me if I had breakfast, I know how to say yes mm-hmm. if it's if it's true in 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 this world in, right. in in my world in this in the world. I know the difference between the world, what people are talking about, and the truth. Mm. So I can say, you know, if you say, Katie, do you have breakfast? I can say, yes, you know, I did, and I can tell you what it is and everything. Just don't ask me if it's true or not. <laughs> It's not true because it's just an idea. It's just well, a thought. Well, I have no proof. I'm willing to it's say it's a memory, yes, right? Had, it's a memory of something. What is a memory other than the image I see of me having breakfast? How can that be me now if this is me? Mm. There can't be past, future, present me. There's only me now. If there, if there is, this is as close as it's going to get. Right, this moment. Mm-hmm. What inspires you the most from all the work you've done and all the lives you've changed and the people you've supported over the years, even though there's no proof of that? What are you inspired by the most? The human race. What about the human race? It's beauty. It's <clears throat> innocence. And also the infinite mind. The infinite mind, you know, you could do this, you could, like, do this work and and have no attachment whatsoever. And it just continues to expand and expand and expand and expand. It doesn't need, it's, it's infinite. And that's exciting. And, mm. and I have found my attention. I have found, I don't know, quite know how to say, but I've been to some places that are just as real as now, mm-hmm. and I can honestly say that after, you know, us playing in, you know, yes, I had breakfast. Where's my proof? It's in my head. Right. So but I still that. feel full, okay? I'd have to believe what full feels like before, I, I mean, it's... Right. It's an imagery. Yes. It's a story. It's a movie. Yes. It's a, yeah, I hear you. And it frees us up to live out our true nature, our true Mm. nature being connected without prejudice Mm -hmm. to the human race and and life now. Have you ever heard of uh, a woman by the name of Mary Baker Eddy? 
I have. I have. I had an aunt. Gosh, that's funny. I haven't thought about that for years. I had an aunt that was what she... Christian science. Was, uh, that's, uh-huh. Yeah, Christian science. That's yeah. what she was into. You remind me the language you use. I was raised in Christian science. Oh, wow. So I grew up reading uh, her books and her work. And she's a woman who found this religion, Christian science, back in the 1800s, I guess. And it spread all over the world. Now, this is pre-internet, pre-everything. you know everything. Yeah. And it spread based on the the truth that she was sharing and the words you're using, infinite mind. Really? This is in her text. And it's all about the imagery. And this is stuff I was being taught as a child. These ideas, you know, a lot of stuff that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about. I don't know if you know his work. You, you both say similar things in other ways about the mind, it's, the it's, infinite it's, mind. It's, it's probable. Infinite for me means it goes, it appears to go on and on and on and on, even though it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should check out her book. I think you would really yeah, love it. Yeah, my, my, my dead aunt for decades would love that. It's a very radical um, way of thinking that helped a lot of people heal from their thoughts. She's the, the one that, like... Um, um, she was very sick for a long time. And then she was like, how do I end this suffering, this yeah. sickness, this disease that I'm feeling in my bed all the time? And she started to really study her thoughts. Yeah. This is back in the eight, wow. early 1800s. And um, healed herself and then healed the world through my her books goodness. and her message and her... Healed the world within her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Within her wow. mind, her thoughts. Wow. And so it's funny, I, you know, because this is something I was raised in. And, and the more I hear someone like yourself and Joe Dispenza and other people who are talking about these things. I'm like, this is stuff that I was learning as a child, but it seems so crazy in this religion for a lot of people to be like saying these things and having these healings and thinking these thoughts and having this imagery in my mind of going to these places that, and talking about it, people are like, you're crazy. Yeah. But now it's like more accessible, these ideas. Yeah, because you're, you're it, it's your background and mm. you... Yeah, gosh, you know, that's a that's a beautiful gift. Yeah. I didn't have any religious training or anything mm-hmm. like that. My mother sent us to Sunday school when we right. were little sometimes, and so I got to experience it. But you tapped into the truth for yourself. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't want people to have to suffer to, to, to that degree. You know, I was in the, the hospital maybe three years ago because— my system started shutting down. And evidently, I was some kind of poison or something and something ate. I don't know. But of five of the major organs, they were, they were all shutting down. And I was so fascinated with it, I, I just didn't want to miss it. And so I just lay there wow. experiencing it, you know, happily. And, and um, um, you know, I guess that is the science of mind. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I certainly don't want to talk about anything that's not my experience. But sure. so I lay there for about a week. Maybe, maybe it was just four days or something. But, um, but um, maybe a week. And before um, I would give Stephen an okay to take me to the hospital, and wow. so he took me into emergency. They could not. Then that was more than a than a week. They could not stop that, stop them from just, just backing off. Mm. You know, they were just 
shutting down. Your organs, yeah. Yes. And my children would come visit me, and my grandchildren would come visit me, and my friends would come visit me. And my family was not worried, even though the doctor said, oh, you know, I was dying, and they had me sign a, wow. a thing of do not resuscitate and, and all of this. And then Stephen, uh, I didn't have, um, they asked me, and I didn't have, um, I didn't have a preference. And he said, I do, and resuscitator. Wow. And I thought, well, you know, it, it, you know, if that's what he wants, why not? And, right. and so you were um, ready to go. Well, I, I, it was a don't know for me. I, 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 I don't know how they began to fail and fail, wow. and I don't know if they want to come back. It's wow. like, like a tree. You water it, you give it sunshine, and it, it, it lives or dies. So I just, um, I just experienced it that way. And, um, and I only live because I believe I do. That's identification, and then at some point you stop believing that, and you just don't belong to you any longer. You're too easy to talk to. I don't know what this is going to be like for an interview, but, <laughs> but oh my goodness! So, um, and and a, and it's um, a privilege to talk wow. with you as well. Yeah. They were going to try one last thing, and which was to wash my lungs out, and um, um, and that's what why I had to sign something way or the other before I went into that last ditch effort. Could be over. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so one of my sons went in with me and we laugh through the whole time and talk nothing changes. No fear can stop, you know, uh, no question. There's no downside once the mind is sane. And sanity for me, you know, it, it, it's the absence of suffering. Mm. And what I see is beautiful. And there is nothing in this world that is not for all of us. And there, it's absolutely a gift. Mm. It's absolutely a gift, and there's nothing that isn't. So if I see something that, that if I see a downside to life or a person or, or anything whatsoever, I would question what I'm believing with an open mind. Could be right, you know, but I'm going to test it. I think it was Einstein that said, an unquestioned life is not worth living. Ooh. And I completely agree That's with that. That's powerful. I want to respect our time. I have a couple questions left for you. Before I ask the couple questions, mm -hmm. uh, everyone can go to thework.com or byronkatie.com mm -hmm. to get all these resources, download mm -hmm. the worksheets, go through the guides, get your books. You've got a... a a nine-day workshop that's extremely and, powerful. A nine-day school for the work. School for the work. Uh -huh. So if you want to learn about how to use this more in your life and support other people, you're going to learn everything there. It's yeah, we work on relationships and um, prejudice and the body and fear and terror. And it's an incredible experience. Yeah. And, yeah. All your workshop information is at, at your site so you can get all that information there. Mm -hmm. Sign up for the workshops. Mm -hmm. Are you on social media as well? Do you? Yeah, I, ca I can't resist. <laughs> I your... can't resist. Are you I on just, Instagram? Uh, I'm, I, I post something on, um, on Instagram, yeah, because okay. um, I can work that. And uh -huh. then... Um, is it Byron Katie? Is it the work? Is... Um, gosh, I, I don't know. I'd say Byron Katie. Okay. My office will throw it into Facebook. Okay, and, great. And, and the other... Amazing. Yeah. Before I ask the final questions, is there any advice you have for me? 
Oh my as oh I, my gosh! I, I love that you'd ask, and I didn't. Even I usually don't question. ask people. I usually don't ask for people for advice. Just, but I feel like just keep doing what you do. <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! I just your mind is so unlimited and so open. There's no end to that kind of. Uh, there's no end to that kind of gift, and, and the world can only fall into it because it's so open. It would just have to. That's how it works. Okay. Oh my goodness! Oh my. Goodness. I feel like you're so wise. I want to get advice from you. Uh, so I'm like, any any words you have, I'll I'll listen to. Yeah, and any time that you come up against a wall, just to identify what you're thinking and believing in that situation, and and write it down and okay. sit with your beautiful self. Yeah. yeah, or I'll email you or text you if I if I need some <laughs> you, real you advice. You know how to do help. that. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Uh, this question is called the three truths. Mm-hmm. Ask everyone at the end. Uh, imagine. This is your last day, mm-hmm. uh, or fifty years from whenever you just choose that you believe you don't want to be here anymore. It's your last day, and you can choose the day you you leave this world. Mm-hmm. And you've done everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. You've achieved everything. You've had the relationships. You've lived the life. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, you've got to take your work and the work with you. So no one has access to the information you've put out in the world. You've got to take it all. Hypothetical. But you get to leave behind three things you know to be true about your life, the lessons you've learned, your experiences, three truths that you would share with people that would be your message to the world. What would you say are those three things that you would leave behind and share? That people would understand that all problems are imagined. Okay. And that the universe is friendly. And that it's obvious to anyone with an open mind. Those are three powerful ones. Mm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like the question. Yeah, it's very simple. All problems are imagined. The universe is friendly. And it's obvious to anyone with an open mind. It's obvious for anyone with an open mind to see. That's powerful. Those are those are three powerful ones. I want to acknowledge you, uh, Byron, for, gosh, your presence. Mm-hmm. You have a unique presence from the moment you came in from our conversations to this whole time of being present and living in peace and harmony and seeing pure love in the world. I think that's very challenging for some who haven't done the work on themselves or who have been awakened to what's possible. And the fact that you are continually showing up and leading workshops mm-hmm. and doing interviews and writing and serving humanity is is for me so inspiring. So I acknowledge you for for everything that you do and coming back from the dead to continue to serve and heal so many people. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank uh, you. And Lewis. I hope I see you many, many times from now. Yeah, well, I look forward to that as well. Yeah, I right. hope I see you more. Uh, my final question is, what is mm-hmm. your definition of greatness? Of greatness? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Knowing oneself. To know oneself. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate welcome. it. Appreciate it. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> and there you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this one on the work. Free yourself by doing the work. Let go of suffering by doing the work because enlightenment is within you. It's just about asking yourself certain questions, changing the way you think about the interpretation in your life. What has happened to you? What's happening for you? and changing it around so it's in your favor. 
You have so much potential within you. You have the enlightenment already within you. It's time to set yourself free. Again, share this with your friends, lewishouse.com slash 800, or just copy the link on the podcast app that you're listening to. Text it to one or two friends. Text it in a friend group. Post it on your Instagram story. Tag myself, Lewis Howes, and Byron Katie. Let us know what you thought. I'm sure she would love to hear your feedback on this. We've come a long way, guys. There is a lot of things happening in the world and a lot of things happening in your world. And the bigger the dream, the bigger the challenges and adversities that could potentially arise. More people start to attack you as you grow and as you improve. More people want to see you fail. You know, family members, friends, outsiders, people online, people are going to comment, people are going to judge. You get to do the work every single day to help you overcome anything that is keeping you back, that's holding you back from achieving your dreams and achieving that inner peace that you desire. Let go of the suffering. Free yourself. Enlightenment is within you. And Byron Katie said, the perfect world is created when the mind is free to see it. See the perfect world in your mind. Let go of the things that don't serve you and step into the life you were born to live. I love you so very much. You know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. frustrating is it when you move into a new home and you're excited to settle in and furnish it but then you're waiting weeks on end sometimes even a whole month for your new furniture to finally ship to you have you met all modern all modern brings you the best of modern furniture and they deliver it for free in days not weeks yep that's right they deliver it in days waiting weeks for your order to arrive isn't ideal especially when you've just moved get your sofa asap from all modern and sit comfortably while building out the rest of your space. That's Modern Made Simple. At All Modern, you'll find only the best of modern styles, from Scandi to mid-century and minimalist to maximalists. Every piece is hand-vetted for quality and designed for real life. Shop the best of modern outdoor furniture, timeless decor, and everything in between. Find timeless designs in every style that fold function and fun all in one. From small decor swaps to full room revamps, All Modern has you covered. Shop online at All modern.com or visit them in store in Linfield or Dedham, Massachusetts or in Austin, Texas. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass. Blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive with artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. 
Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.